This is Bernard Hiller, and welcome to the Actor's Guide to Success podcast. I'm an acting coach, I have a school here in Hollywood, and I hold acting masterclasses in over 20 countries around the world. I'm also a producer, screenwriter, and author of the acting and success book, Stop Acting, Start Living. We are storytellers, we are people who can actually make a massive difference to other people's lives. You have to be studying as an actor like you were studying to be an Olympic swimmer. I've been teaching actors all over the world for the past 20 years, and I've discovered that there are millions of artists who study their craft but never learn how to succeed in their profession. Don't wait around. Like, make it, you know, I, I just always encourage people to take control. Any chance you can to keep acting, whatever you do, it's going to help. You're going to improve. My mission with this podcast is to inspire you and give you the tools you will need to live the life you always wanted. On this show, we will meet incredible personalities from show business and Academy Award-winning guests who will share their secrets so you can use them on your journey. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce a wonderful human being, uh, someone that I've known for a long time. She actually, surprisingly, is an agent with a heart with a beautiful heart who cares so much about her clients and what's happening in the industry. And I'm so lucky to have her here today for all of you to meet the one, the only, Miss Jackie Lewis. When I go to my office every day, when I walk in, no one ever... No, that's why these people are for rent. I, I love can, it. You can come out of your bedroom and they're like, yeah! Because we love applause. We love applause. And that's what we want. And you deserve it. I've known Jackie for a long time. She's been an agent forever from New York, from L.A. She is someone who I respect. Uh, I count on. I, I listen to her advice. She's someone that will, you know, share with you what it takes to succeed. So we are honored to have you here, Ms. Thank Jackie you, Lewis. and I'm honored to be here. Yes. I have a one funny story to tell. Oh. A year ago, March, I came to the class, and I loved it. I loved it. And about six months later, I walked, Bernard and I are having dinner, and he said something about the, the YouTube video. I'm like, what YouTube video? Well, you're on video. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I, got, I was really upset with you. And I'm like, no, you got to take it down immediately. Well, at least I had a God shot who said, no, 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 no. This is going to be the best thing that happened to your career. And now when people come in to see me, they have this great tool before they've met me. So they really know me already. And one person came in and said, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm like... <laughs> I like this. I like this. So that's when, that's a perfect example of me having this reaction to something that was so horrible. And that was the me. And then I had to take a step back and go, oh, okay. I understand this now. I'm not a social media person, which I'm going to learn to be. I wasn't raised in that world, but... Um, in this day and age, as everything changes, if I was the same agent I was in 
13 something, um, I wouldn't be in business. It wouldn't, it wouldn't happen because everything is constantly evolving. And we'll talk about that a little more um, in a few moments. Cool question. How many of you been here, have been here before? Oh, nice, nice. One's my client. I remember you. I remember, I remember this beautiful lady. And who's brand new? Who's never seen Miss Jackie okay. Rose before. That's why he wanted you. Well, they probably saw me on tape. Well, they see you on tape. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, by the way, the tape is beautiful. It's short, it's sweet, it lets people know what who you yes. are. Yes, the only thing that's different is I didn't know and I had no hair and makeup. Right. So today I said, I'm going to get my hair and makeup done. <laughs> yeah, that's this how beautiful is the Jackie Lewis is. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I love to um, talk about new and different things because yes. you probably have all watched. Yeah. So I don't want to be redundant and waste your time. Um, so. First, what I really want to talk about is how our industry is a constantly evolving, um, like a cruise ship. It's never staying in one place at one time. It goes into a port, and then it goes into another port, and so on and so forth. So uh, what I first want to start discussing is what's relevant now, okay? I'm going to tell you guys a story, and I'm going to see if you could figure the answer to this story. And one day, I met a beautiful 21-year-old girl. I met a, I, I, I want to be careful, an overweight girl, African-American in her mid-20s. She had lots of credits, and she was voted, uh, she's a uh, poetry slam in New York and has a lot of stuff. And I met a young lady who's LBGTQ. Who did I take? The last one. One, I took two, so I apologize for not making this a riddle. The second one. The second and the third. Now, if this was five years ago, I would not have taken them because I wouldn't know what to do with them. They would just sit on my list. I can't do anything. The last two um, series regulars I booked are one is called Work in Progress, which is on Showtime. Has anyone seen that? No. Okay. Well, keep watching. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I book Celeste. I don't know how to say her last name, but if you watch the show, the show is about um, a woman who is, I think, transitioning in her life, and it's hysterically funny. And then the other show was called Vita. Has anybody watched Vita? Okay, good. One. Glad it's still on the air. Um, she is an LBGTQ, Spanish-speaking, um, about 35 to 40. So if I wasn't smart enough to look at the big picture and say, i got to change this blonde, blue-eyed world up a bit, um, then I would be out of business. But what's nice, anyone who's Caucasian, there's still work. There's plenty of work. And I'm going to explain what has changed. <laughs> right. You can still work. I guess it was. <laughs> is that when they build a family on a network, it used to be 80% Caucasian. Let's go back to um, uh, like 90210. Everybody watch the original 90210. What was missing in that show? Diversity. Okay. On Friends, they would never, ever have an episode of Friends now that would be the same cast if they were to redo it. Never, because you would have to have at least 60% ethnic and 40% Caucasian. So that's how everything has changed. Yeah. But I don't want anybody who's sitting in the room who's Caucasian to think, oh, there's, not, there's plenty. Um, we, we'll talk about that 
um, a little more, but what I've made, my, I call it, I have a colorful list. And it used to be very simple. The CW or the W, you guys know what the CW is, the network. They wanted really, really beautiful people. If they could act, that was nice too. <laughs> now on TV, they want the best actors who they don't care what they look like, okay? What, what do you guys watch on t American TV? Yes. Well, you know what? You guys have to start watching. No, right. I'm not kidding. It's not funny. If you don't know what is watching on you what is showing on tv that is such a vital piece of your career okay i don't care if you binge watch if you watch one episode of everything that is part of your journey so let's write that down because everybody write down you need to watch every show on television at least one episode and one episode of every show on television because if you don't know it we call it an act of sabotage how, how can you well um, then it's not it just you already know yeah, they're not okay. in show business yeah, yeah. It's a, we're not if you don't know the show you're not in show business now if you're planning to actually be in show business you'd like to tape a one episode of everything mm -hmm. because when you get hired for uh what's another show you mentioned Friends? No, the other or, show. Um, 90210? The, the, new, the new one, the new show you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Work in Progress? Work in Progress. If you're watching that show, when you're auditioning, you know it's a certain style and what they're looking That's for. Right. That's so right. everybody is very on top of it. So write this down. Now, we write these things down not for me, but for you. Now, writing things down is not going to be enough. You have to live them. And if you don't succeed, you can just write them down and say, why well, you didn't. You didn't do all the work. No. No. So if someone makes it in this class, which there will be, no question about oh, yeah. it, and then you're wondering, how come when you're, you know, your grandkids say, hey, Grandma, how come you didn't make it? You were in that class. Says, I didn't work as hard as the other people. I didn't do all the things I was supposed to do. I just listened, and that's good, listening. Like, that's active. It, listening is not active. Listening and jumping is active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I didn't watch TV, I would know nothing about anything right it's not like i sit there obsessively i have a life doesn't matter if you like it or not that's your right. job that's your job i've watched a lot of great tv and i watch a lot of not good tv but i have to know the pacing of the show i have to know if you're going in for dan fogelman on this is us that you're not giving this big broad performance because it's all about the little the little a little but if you're auditioning for a nickelodeon or disney channel show because there's plenty of parents on there if you walk in like this, they're gonna. What's wrong with that person? So it's your job to know the lay of the land before you walk in. And I tell every one of my clients, you better watch a show. Well, the audition's tomorrow. It takes watch ten minutes of it. Then get a feel for it. Feel like this is a business. Yeah. There's a line. If you don't treat this like a business, you're going to be out of business. It's called show business. Right. Right. This current. It's not called show fun. It's not called show up. Show it's friends. Show ideas. No, it's, it's really a business. In a business, you need to know every single thing about it. Mm -hmm. You need to know more about it than anyone else. How many hours a week do you guys devote to your career? 20, 20, good, that's nice. Can you imagine if I walked in here and you said to me, how many hours a week do you work? Oh, two to five. What is wrong with her? Wow. She's either the worst agent or the best agent in Hollywood. I can't figure it out. Before I came here, I went to my office. Don't feel bad. I mean, I'm just telling you a story. Don't feel bad. <laughs> like, no, we don't feel bad. Um, and there was work that came in. I'm not going to sit and let the work wait until Monday. It was relevant because the client had an audition on Monday. 
So it's my job to get the information out to you. Um, people don't understand. I understand that living in this world is a very expensive world. I don't expect you to give 50 hours a week and have a full-time job and raise a family and blah, 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 blah. But it can't be a once every other week thing. Also, when the studio system existed in the 40s and 30s, 40s and 50s, say um, this gentleman came to me and I said, oh, you're ready. I would have brought him to MGM, to Warner Brothers, to Universal. Everybody. And they would have said, oh, okay, we're going to put you under contract. Does anyone know what that means? That means that you would get paid a salary and you'd go to, to the lot every day like um, uh, Tom Selleck did it. There were a bunch of people that were in Judy Garland did it. Elizabeth Taylor did it. A lot of them aren't alive any longer. James Dean was in the studio system. And you go in the morning and you have acting class. And then you have diction class. And then you have voice class. Lucille Ball was in it too. Then you have dance class. And then you have diction class. And then you have classes about how to stand properly. How to do all these things. So they made the stars. They were lucky. Because they didn't have to do all this work. Well, they, and they, they were they, getting paid to become an entity. Become it doesn't an actor. exist anymore. Yeah, to become an actor, they they paid them. They paid them the right clothes, the yep. right look. They had everything. Now you have to be your own. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. the own president of your own company. Yeah, you're the president of your own company, and you have to align and connect with people who are going to bring their best selves, and that you have to know they're giving you their best selves for you. Um, that's very very important, and people don't understand that. What would you say are three ingredients? that are super important to making a successful actor? What are three things that actors should be doing or have a quality or something that you go? Well, okay. Number one is confidence. Confidence, confidence. I don't care if you're as talented as Marlon Brando, okay? The first thing I do, I, when I meet a person, it's a regular conversation. How are you? Nice to meet you. If you sit there like a lump and think, oh, well, I'm the best actor in the world. I don't have to perform. I don't have to be anything better than me. Forget it. Okay. Um, there's <clears throat> being very well trained. There are a lot, a lot of actors in Los Angeles and all over the world. Okay. If you're not trained, forget it. How many of you believe you were born with a natural ability? Great, okay. You know, there's a uh, swimmer, what's his name? Um, not Mark's, thank you. He was born with a natural ability too. And he said, I'm gonna be the greatest swimmer in the world. And guess what he started doing? Training. Thank you, training. And not just training for a year or two or three. Tiger Woods still works with the coach. Brad Pitt still works with the coach. When James Gandolfini was on The Sopranos, still worked with the coach. You have to be so well-trained. And, you know, for me, I look at the resume, and the first thing I'll say is, oh, who are you studying with now? What's going on? Oh, um, I, um, mm. it's not a turn-on for me, guys. It really is not. It's a very interesting thing that in L.A., the first question they ask you, who are you studying with? Mm -hmm. In Europe, it's a very opposite thing. They don't actually study. They go, like, I finished my schooling. <laughs> I went to some diploma, some, you know, some piece of, which I know that Americans are shocked. And, of course, which is why they're not as good as they, the Americans are, because right. we're constantly working. Certainly, if you keep training, you're going to get better. 
if, if Al Pacino goes to an acting coach every week for 40 years, yeah. well, of course, no, the idea is that the Europeans have a thing where they don't train, but that's changing because some of them would like to work in this town mm -hmm. and it's a competition. And so the good ones are here studying. Mm -hmm. That's what, you know, we talk you, about that. You can be in Europe, what's FaceTime or what do they do, Skype now? Yeah, Skype, if FaceTime. You get, if you want to still continue with this fabulous man, you call him and say, I'm going to set up a Skype audition once a week because now in this day and age you can be anywhere in the world and get trained not all my i'd say 30 percent of my clients don't live in los angeles okay because whatever reason one of them lives in new york one of them lives down south one of them lives in san francisco um and i actually want to start talking about what self-taping is because this is a new and different and weird experience. I had the most interesting thing happen to me. I work with a lot of, well, I used to work with only kids and then I graduated into the adult world many, many years ago. So I'm very well known. And a casting, most casting directors call and say, self-tape your people, I wanna see them. So for the first couple of years, I didn't look at the self-tapes. I thought my clients were good. <laughs> good enough to at least self-tape. And then I'm watching them and I finally realized, if I see a hundred self-tape, five are good, okay? Now I make them re-tape. Not only do they have to re-tape, if they don't work with the coach, I will not view the tape. I know it sounds a little mean, but I don't have... You want to keep thinking to book the job. How's that I mean? want them to book the job. <laughs> and you know what happens also, there's a new Jamie Foxx show. And the casting director asked me to self-tape my girls, 15 and African-American. I thought, I'm going to book this. I've got a couple that are really sensational. Well, I watched their tapes, and I made them all retape. They didn't get the comedy, and it was very, they weren't bringing themselves to the table. There was only one girl out of four that actually was right for the role. Because everybody thinks, oh, there's a role in this for a 20-year-old white guy. I could do it. But there's only one person who's going to get the role. Now I have so much better understanding of the other side of this. I did not experience this. Uh, I'm a late bloomer, obviously. So now what I do, and there's probably about 10 pilots right now that they're looking for kids 18 and under. I make them self-tape. I look at the tapes. If they're good, I may ask them to re-self-tape, and I only send the ones that I think are going to book the job, which I used to just send everybody. No. And you want to know something, what the most interesting thing? You guys are going to think this is interesting. My most credited little boy does not make good self-tapes. And I thought, oh, I don't have to watch it. He's been on three series already. He doesn't understand the process of it. So the one that I thought was the best was a brand new kid who's just all person. I mean, he is so fun to watch because he was loose and relaxed. He probably hasn't been in rejection world for a long time. So he doesn't have any, he has no skin in the game really. But it's a very interesting new um, concept that is uh, unfortunately uh, very, very um, uh, relevant. And if I didn't bring that up, I didn't, wouldn't feel I was giving you the best information possible. So a lot of people don't understand that. We have a lot of actors here who've come here from many different countries. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we actually have 19 countries who've been Ooh. here. Yeah, we have a lot of people who've come from 19 countries. I love it. Uh, yes. Uh, and what I want to ask you, how has the industry changed towards people from other countries? Oh, wow. That's incredible. You know, I don't want to say you know. Very important now, when I meet a client, where are you from? What languages do you speak? Oh, you speak Farsi. I see that it becomes a supply and demand. I look at the breakdowns every day. Oh, they need someone who speaks Urdu. Does anyone speak Urdu here? I do. Oh, see, we have an Urduian. Um, <laughs> Spanish, French, oh, beyond that. Um, I have a client who's Russian and he didn't speak fluent Russian, but I didn't know that. So I kept sending him out on things and he kept booking them and I said, he finally told me, I said, oh, I wish I wouldn't have known. What he does is he works with a Russian coach once a week now, so he gets, he was on mom. He's been on, uh, the, the list is like this big. And when I met him, he had zero credits, but there was something exceptional about him, and he's in his mid-40s, and he's bald, and he looks like he could kill all of you. <laughs> true, true, that, but those are the types of roles he plays. Um, does it hurt him? Absolutely not. Anything that... Um, any skill you all have? What are some special skills you guys have? Piano. Pia excellent. Piano. Singing. Singing. Love it. Free running. Free run. That's very, that, that happens a lot. Writing and spoken word poetry. Very big. Love it. Contemporary dance. Important. Boxing, yes. Tennis. Tennis, yep. Um, I'll talk for a second about commercials because that's important too. Um, the commercial world used to be everything was done in the union, okay? How many union actors are here today? Okay, a, a handful. Um, now 80% of, of commercials that are shot in Los Angeles are non-union, okay? When they become union, it's because you have to have a special skill. So all your little skills, free jumping, slam, contemporary dance, because it's so hard, or they want a celebrity and they have they want to put other actors. I mean, how many commercials did you shut in your career? Nine thousand. Uh, two hundred. Two hundred, right? Two hundred. Yeah, and the money was beyond yeah, incredible. Yeah, th those were the good old days. Yeah, those were the good old days, right? That's how uh, I made very a living true. doing commercials. Yeah. Now, so when my commercial agent um, comes to me and says, "This is what I'm looking for." because I do a lot of scouting, it's always, please make sure they have special skills. And that's how we build our eclectic list off of those special skills, because I'm not the hugest commercial agent in town, but I have this list of people that they're go-to people. Native, is anyone Native American in here? That's too bad, because every pilot, there's an, they, want, they have a Native American role, honest to God. So I get calls from casting. Do you have, I actually have two. And they've gone out, I think, 10 times in the past month. Incredible. Five years ago, I actually, funny enough, I had a client who was Native American 15 years ago. Could not get him arrested. Last year, there was a series called Stumptown, which is now on the air, but none of you watch TV. Um, he booked a recurring <laughs> guest star on it. And now he just booked a role on a new show called Corazon. He's not my client any longer because... I couldn't just sit there and feel good about never getting this guy out. So someone was smart enough to take him and is now, he's excelling. And he's in his 60s, by the way. He 
He's in his 60s. Wow. So he sat for about 20 years in Los Angeles and did not, I think you, the Zaragozas, you may know them. What's that? Zaragoza. Zaragoza. I think uh, your wife taught her the kids. Mm -hmm. So who knew? I didn't know that five years. If I knew what was going to happen, boy, would I be lucky. South Asian. Is anyone South Asian here? Great. Good for you. It's a lot of work. I was smart enough to start collecting. I don't mean collecting in a weird way, but finding really good talent. So I have two people recurring on series that are South Asian and speak different languages. So that's how I have to stay relevant. I'm not that agent 20 years ago. If I had that same list, I would probably be sweeping the floors here today. So as an actor, you all need to stay as relevant as I am, okay? By, by improving your skills, by adding skills. Okay, you asked for ma making yourself Making yourself valuable, adding value. When you walk in the door, you have to add value to her because she has a list. Right, one last thing. Does anyone know what the fear factor is? Just in general, what is, what is fear? I smell fear. I'm very good at it. I smell fear. So when someone's sitting in the waiting Sit room, Sit up. I can tell if I'm going to represent them. I don't even have to talk to them. I could see. I see it. If you have sweaty palms when you're meeting me, I mean, I feel I, I have to tell you my truth. That doesn't work really well for me because if you're afraid of me, then I can't send you to a casting director. And you'd be surprised at how fear plays a factor into it. I understand this. It is so amazing, the fear that's around Hollywood. Amazing. You know, I've made many, many stars of people, okay? I'll talk about Chrissy Metz very briefly because I talked about her the last time. Um, I met her in 2000. Do you know who Chrissy Metz is? Yes. Do you all watch the Academy Awards at least? Did you watch it? Who sang on the Academy Awards? Chrissy Metz. Bless her soul, she certainly did. Unbelievable. She went from five years ago not having basically anything, getting a divorce, and look where she is now. But I'll tell you something, that girl had it from the day I met her. She walked into my office, I wasn't at the same office, and I saw this face that was the most magical face I've ever seen in my life. And all I wanted to do was touch her. She became my assistant for five years, okay? This was not an easy road for this, my poor Chrissy. And she hated being an agent. And I, I, I understood that. You never want to like, you know, if that's your dream, oh, I'm going to give it to you and to you. But she was a fabulous worker. And then five years ago, she was on American Horror Story. And did I tell the story the last time? No, no. You okay, didn't. good. Okay. And there was a show called This Is Us that Dan Fogelman, who I actually went to high school with, but he's younger, he had a sister who was overweight. So the role was written for an overweight white woman. Okay. Few and far between these roles. She goes in there and she did not get it the first time. She goes in there again and Dan didn't envision Chrissy in the role, but he kept, he kept thinking that Chrissy's really special. That's where she is. She doesn't get afraid. She's not a, she was on the Academy Awards and she wasn't even afraid. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio and Bernard Hiller and, and Adrian, were you there? Yeah. 
Adrian was there, and she had no fear at all. So she goes from five years ago having 83 cents. She's talked about this, so I feel comfortable. I'm not telling any secrets. Um, in her uh, bank account to being one of the biggest names in Hollywood. Everybody wants Chrissy Metz. Five years ago, who was Chrissy Metz? Now, I need uh, Chrissy Metz. Amazing. And guess what? She's not what you think of what a star is going to look like in Hollywood, right? Let's be honest. She's not. She's Absol not. Absolutely She's not. a beautiful girl. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I keep saying, why aren't you getting makeup lines? You should be uh, the L'Oreal girl or the whatever those things are. And I guess they'll come eventually. But she, she does one movie, Breakthrough. The song because it becomes an Academy Award-winning song. She sings on the Academy Awards. That's incredible. But that's the journey of Hollywood. That's her journey. That's and she a, almost went home. Yeah. She almost left. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, an, that's a great story, and she tells it. There, I could tell you a thousand other stories. We spend a lot of time with her. We always Yeah, always. And she always sees that. your sister. Yes. And she always runs up to, because Chrissy was family to me, and so is Bernard and his family. So we all know each other. It wasn't like Years. now she's, don't come near me. No. I actually spoke to her last night. Yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah. She's very close. And very she's, great girl. It just shows you that if you believe, now it happens that about 85, 90% of the people always quit just before they mm -hmm. would have had a break. Yeah. There is that, uh, what is that, Orange is the New Black? Yeah. Who is that leading girl? What's oh, her, um, Ozu. What's her name? You all don't watch TV, of course. Is anybody here? Okay. You want that, she, the crazy yeah. eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, she was going, she had quit show business and this was her last audition. Mm -hmm. And she was just going to forget about it. So there you go. All right. Uh, one more thing I want to ask you. Uh, what are some of the things that, uh, some common mistakes people make in this town? There are so many. Um, <laughs> no, truly. And I make them too. I'm not going to lie. I make mistakes all the time. Um, thinking this is going to be an easy journey, but no success is easy. You know, Jeff Bezos did not start as the head of Amazon. You don't start as the president of the company. You start as the window washer and you move all the way up. I didn't start owning my own company, okay? 20 years in, I said, wasn't well, actually me, it was my ex-husband who said, you gotta start your own company. I'll build it, Jackie, just show up. And that's how it happened. Um, uh, giving up, thinking this is going to be easy. You know, there's, I, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. This is going to be all over YouTube, so it won't be a big secret. Anybody know the real key to success in Hollywood? Tell us. Ready? People who handle rejection the best get the furthest. Period. How's that sound to you? Simple, easy, right? <coughs> I could do that. <laughs> no, but the idea is that you have to realize that the rejection is just part of the business, and they're not rejecting you. They're not you. rejecting you. They're just saying you're not right, and you got to go on next one. Some people don't know how to take that because yeah, they're it's very because, difficult because they don't have enough self confidence in themselves, which is why we work constantly on you. The most important thing is you, okay? And then there's your talent. Don't get confused. So if I don't want the of that part doesn't mean I don't want you. And you have to learn how to separate that. But you have to feel good about you. And talent is about love. Mm -hmm. yes. And if you love yourself, you work on your talent. Mm -hmm. That's what talent is. 
You're only good at what you love. You're only good at what if you don't love you, no. who's gonna love you? No. Who's gonna believe you? No one. No Not one. Not that we all walk around in this world like it's I, I like when I saw that video a year ago, there was no love with me in that video. But then I realized Okay, I'm giving a great word out. That's where the love was. Right. They were looking at you and, and listening right. to all the brilliant... My dad, I didn't even tell my dad for a year. He said, what is this YouTube thing? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he goes, you are such a wonderful speaker. Right, you are. And I said, thank you. He didn't say you looked awful. Because he didn't look at the hair. He didn't look like at the, the hair. Right. And then, he thought like, you looked good. Right, you yeah. looked good, and you yeah, did look good. Yeah, just, but that's how my perception of reality because, was. Because of uh, Adrian Grant. Let's hear it for Adrian Grant. Um, wait, there was just something I wanted to. I'm going to give you an example. Um, I'm not an actress, but I'm a business owner, so I basically work for me. I haven't fired myself yet today. When I started owning my business 10 years ago, do you think I was a good business owner? Oh, good Lord, no. If you came into my office to get fired, you got a raise. Perfect, right? That's a great way to run a business. I ran the business almost into the ground for many reasons. So I'm on my 10th year redoing everything. I wish I had the knowledge I had now that I did 10 years ago. Yeah. That would be fabulous. Me but too. guess what? I don't know. <laughs> I wish I had that. But, but the best part about it is the one great thing that I love doing more than anything is meeting new actors. I love it. I love it. If I could do that all day and just sit in a room and meet new and fun and interesting people, I would be on cloud nine. But I don't have that luxury yet. So I would say in a year, I'd probably meet about a thousand actors. You're going, wow, I'm never going to be her client. I just look to see where the magic is. I've taken people who have never worked before, starring on movies, TV shows. I've taken people who've had lapses in their career. Um, I represent Matthew Arkin. Hi, Matthew. Um, he's Alan Arkin's son. Okay, everyone think that would be easy, right? He came to L.A. He was on Broadway. He has huge credits. No one paid attention to him. And there was something about him I found amazing. His last agent wouldn't even get on the phone. He's booked seven guest stars in the past year. Seven, say, whatever. Recurs on Get Shorty. Booked a job in New York when he was in L.A. So that's where my passion is. And the rest of the stuff, and I've learned now I can outsource things, um, which is terrific. But I just want to make sure every single one of you in the room, I don't care how young, how old, how thin or fat, what languages you speak, you guys have the magic within you. It's not with, I'm 10% of the magic on a good day. But this is where all the magic happens. Magic is not created. What did you say before you need help? You, you know when you need help. I said, yeah, I'm smart enough to know that I always right. need help. Right. Constantly. And I'm smart enough to know that being here on a sun Saturday, not Sunday, on a Saturday, I've given you some wonderful jewels that you guys are going to take with you. And maybe in five years, oh, you know, that lady said this and that, and it makes sense now. But this is, if you're not, I heard everything he said today, and it's everything that I believe in, and I didn't know he was going to say that. Um, the journey doesn't end when you're done with the class on Friday. You may be on a different part of your journey. Some of you may decide that was fun. 
I don't have what it takes. And that's good to say that to yourself because there's nothing worse than being in a career that if there's something else you feel that you should be doing, go ahead and do it. Agents, how much, what percentage does an agent get? 10. 10%. And from 10 to 100%, what is the difference? 90. 90. 90% <laughs> 90 is you yeah. and 10% is them. Yeah. That's why she gets 10. So don't yell at agents or whatever, because that's not the problem. Because when I'm looking at here, this situation, she's 10, and 10 is 10. How many and of you go to, a, go to a sale that's 10% off? Yeah. Nobody. nobody. <laughs> but no, no, I would, I, there's no need to pay an agent more. And the great thing about being an agent is we all take 10%, so there's no undercutting each right, other. Right, right. Yeah. I want to say something about Jackie. Jackie is someone who cares, who has an enormous amount of passion. She loves being an agent. She loves the industry, which is why she's one of the best. It gives me pleasure to have her as my friend. I'm so happy that she is here and she has a few minutes to watch some of the scenes. Let's put your hands together for Miss Jackie Lewis! One more thing. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. And one more thing. And one more thing. I'm a human being. You guys are human beings, okay? Do you think that every single client that I started with is still my client? So I've had a lot of breakups, okay? Do you don't think it hurts me sometimes? That's the human part of this. Now you just get an email. It's not even like a human can. I'm like, oh, what? Someone wrote me. In Spanish. Well, I don't speak Spanish. I had to have it, send it to my boyfriend and say, "What? He? She's leaving you." <laughs> this is not okay. Yeah, I get so it. So remember, if you break right. up in English, please. Right. <laughs> That's please the break word. up with me in English. Yes. Just understand. Not <laughs> in German. That people, was not a good. Thing. Agents get the, um, uh, and I've met a couple of them. They're slick. They're hustlers. They don't tell you the truth. Blah, 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 blah. You know, there's a way of doing this with a lot of humility that I have learned from some great agents. And, and actually, the agents at the very, very top, who you know some of them, the loveliest people. They've been here. They, and it's the ones who are kind of in the middle who were trying to struggle up. See, I'm not trying to struggle up to anything. I've attained what I, my goal is to own my own company. So I'm not going to treat you disrespectfully. Don't treat the agent or the manager or the coach. We're all in this together. It's about love, and we all have bad days. So I just wanted to make sure you guys heard that too.